This is episode one of the TAP with Vincent Iwudo. You guys ready? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Think Alpha Project. I'm just super excited. This is episode number one. My name is Valentine Ewudo, and I'm just so excited. I just want to say first off, thank you. If you're listening to this, whether it be at launch or sometime in the future, thank you so much for being a part of this. And I just hope that we can all create something together to help so many people. Right. So let's talk about what this podcast is about. You know, this podcast is about growth. It's about empowering yourself, empowering yourself to be to be better, obviously, uh, but to reach success in, in physical, in the mental, the spiritual, the emotional, the financial. And we'll be bringing in different people. I'll be doing solo episodes um, also. But the goal here is for us to grow as a community together. So. This is going to be the start of something amazing, all right? And I couldn't think of a better person to have on our first episode than my own twin brother. And for those of you who don't know me, you know, I do have a twin brother, family of four siblings uh, total, and he is a nurse practitioner. And he's a nurse practitioner at St. John's Well Child and Family Center here in Los Angeles, and it's an underserved community. So what I love is that he is all about serving the community. But what's also cool is that to be so young to achieve what he's achieved is pretty cool. The average age of a nurse practitioner is, I believe it's in the late 40s, the mid to late 40s. And he's still in his 20s. So, you know, we're going to hear from him. It's going to be an amazing conversation. But I'll tell you right now, you know, just some of the few things that we touched on uh, is... Number one, we touched about success through failure and how to take a leap of faith, right? And the next one is living in Nigeria. You know, we spent four years in Nigeria, so we we talk about that as well in a boarding school and how putting yourself in a different environment really does expand your perspective, you know, which I think a lot of people need to do. And then resilience and belief being the two things that you need to be to be anything that you desire, all right, that's what you need to have. So without further ado, I bring to you Izuna, Vincent, and Ludo. All right, man, we got big Vince in the building, I'm man. In. I'm here. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, bro? Hey, well, I'm here. Yeah, man. No, this this is, uh, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Hey, man, thanks for the invite. Yeah, man, this is cool. Like, it's it's so cool, guys, for, uh, for those of you listening. It's just so cool knowing that, you have a twin brother and in anything in, in life, we've been through thick and thin together. Like we've been through, <laughs> we've done so many things together and we, it's it, just when you think, you know, we'll start splitting ways. It's like, we find a new hobby and then all of a sudden <laughs> we're doing it together, you know? So it's, thank you once again for being on. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Amazing, amazing guys. So we're just going to have a great conversation in general. Uh, so the first thing I'd say is obviously you are, um, and I'm proud of this, man. You're a nurse practitioner. Yeah. All right. 
It's a big dog. Okay, this puts you above. This puts you in the upper echelon in the, of of honestly of income earners in America. Like that's that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what what is a nurse practitioner? So that people, because I, I I really genuinely think a lot of people don't understand that. You know, when I tell people I'm a nurse practitioner, they're like, "Oh, you're a nurse?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> practitioner." Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, exactly. gotta add to that. Exactly. But um, I mean, for for people who don't understand, I mean, a lot of people understand who a physician assistant is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So think of that. But well, we're pretty much the same mid-level providers. You know, we yeah. we diagnose, we see patients, mm-hmm. we order laboratories, uh, labs, imaging studies, we prescribe, and we manage care. So it's pretty much right an advanced right registered nurse, right. And it it adds nursing. It's a, it's a mixture of nursing and medicine together. Yeah, and I. I mean, I, I work with, you know, I was, you know, I'm a nurse too. So, yeah, you, know. I, you know, working with being in the hospital and seeing the roles, like it's, it's really cool because especially I would say on the side of being a nurse practitioner, because, you know, being a nurse, there's a side to it um, that it, it just makes a, a really big difference. So, you know, I, I'm a nurse too. So, you know, yeah. I, it's, it's really cool hearing that. Um, just being on, knowing what it is on the nursing side, mm-hmm. um, being in a hospital setting and seeing the role of a nurse practitioner and what you can bring, you know, because I, I bring, I feel like as nurses, we bring, there's a specific side to things that we bring. Yeah. Um, so it's just really cool. It's it's really cool. I, I love the nurse practitioner role, I think. Oh. And I love how versatile it is, too. It's super. Right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it, it's. Well, I'm a family nurse practitioner, so I can specialize with that. I can specialize in if I want to do um, adults, if I want right. to do pediatrics, if I want to do maybe more specific to um, organs like cardiology, if I want to do hepatology right. or immunology or anything, yeah. pretty much <laughs> anything. You're right. You know, you, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, in a lot of different settings. Yeah. Where do you want to go? I mean, I, I can ask you this question later, but. Right now you're in a you're 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 in a series of clinics, like a group of clinics. Well, okay, so my clinic has thirteen clinics, but I'm at okay. the main clinic. Got it. And it's only adults. So I say about wow. eighteen to twenty two patients a day. Oh man. Right. So you're the guy that they see and then you do prescriptions, you do yeah. all that. Yeah. So I would diagnose you. If someone comes in with back pain, I ask about how did it happen. I do like series of like physical exams to narrow my diagnoses and say, oh, it looks like you have sciatica. Okay, boom. I'll give you something like a muscle relaxer, pain wow. relief, and follow up with you on that. Right. So essentially, it's it's like if I were to go for a checkup, I can go to you for a checkup. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Without even cool. seeing a doctor. You don't need to. Right. Right. So you kind of filled in, you've, as a nurse practitioner, you filled in the role of primary care. Yeah. I feel like there's a big, big shortage of doctors. And that's why uh, mid-levels, like family nurse practitioners or nurse practitioners in general or physical, uh, not physical, um, it's mostly like uh, physician assistants. You know, we fill those roles because there's so many people, but then there's less amount of specialized people who can see 
that large amount yeah. of people, you know. So we yeah. fill in the gaps. So I know a lot of physicians are going to specialties, right? Yeah. Because quite frankly, it's just more money. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> it's it's sad to say, but America is a capitalist nation. So that's uh, crazy. You know, you're going to lean towards what makes you more money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, man. But either way, man, I think it's a really big deal. And once again, like, it's so dope. Yeah, I, I tell people all the time, it's like, <laughs> like, yo, man, you should go see my brother, man. He's at the clinic. <laughs> you know, sometimes the funny thing is, I I don't know, I don't know if you understand this, but I sometimes forget that I'm a nurse practitioner. You Come know, on, it's man. like, you know, because I when I'm at work, I'm at work, and when I'm home, I'm just me. You just you. Know? you. So with, when I'm with my friends, you know, my girlfriend, you know, just yeah. people, it's, it's just Vince, you know. It's just do, do you doing what you do. Yeah. Big Vince. Okay. It's all good. Well, I, 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 one of the biggest reasons, especially for this episode, um, I have you, we have you on today is because like, dude, you've reached a position where you're at right now. You've reached a position where I think what... What is the average age of a nurse practitioner? They're definitely in their late 40s. Yeah, like maybe like late, probably late 30s. Oh, okay, okay. Starting late 30s. So let's just say in the 40s. 40s yeah, in the 40s. Okay, yeah. so you've accomplished and you you got your master's degree, you know, and you got your master's degree, then you went and did your post, uh, uh, you did a certification for it. It's just post-master's. Yeah. So you got all these things accomplished. Yeah. And now you're a fully functional working board certified professional, a, a, a health professional mm. at the age of, I'm, you're 28 now, but I mean, you were 27 essentially when you finished it out. Yeah. So you're 28 years old now and you're at, you know, one of the highest, um, you know, rankings in the country. That That's a, that's a really big deal. So we've got some, we've got to pick your brain here. I just want to know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, okay. it's a really big deal. So. What made you, I just, I want to know, number one, what made you choose your path? What made you choose this path that you, that you've uh, accomplished here? Um, well, well, like experiences, is there something? You know, I would, I would go back to mostly, um, family, you know, uh, both of our parents are nurses, you mm-hmm. know, kind of leaned us more towards the medical field. Yep. Say, uh, nursing is one of the jobs that will always be in demand yep it has a great income to it and you can you can choose your schedule you can it's the flexibility of nursing in general was uh, was great and plus you're also helping people people at the same time right so i took that and went to school about it and then just kind of just was like, you know, I'm going to do nursing. I'm going to go into that because I see how passionate my parents are. I see how passionate, um, you know, the stories that they tell about their the, their experience in the hospitals and the, 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 the lives they touched. You know, so that, you know, that kind of created that, oh, my God, that I want to be that, you know. Right. Yeah. And... It's cool, man. I mean, you just followed in a. We followed. We both followed in yeah. the footsteps of yeah. of like our pants, essentially, which is dope. But you didn't always have. I mean, you didn't have necessarily the smoothest like start, though. Like, <sighs> right? You didn't have the smoothest start. So, yeah, you you got to get in. What what would you say is, 
you've had quite the experience because we were in college together. Yeah. Then you graduated, you did health science. Yeah. You, I remember you were looking for jobs. You were looking for jobs oh, as a yeah. health educator, and that was rough, oh, right? Yeah. And then you went into like door to door sales, like yeah. you went into sales. Uh, yeah. And you did that for a while, and you it seems like you're doing pretty well. Yeah. And then you left that. So it's like, and then I remember when you dropped the news on me <laughs> that you were going to, uh, you know, you were going into back to school and you were making it happen. Yeah. So what would you say in that was one of maybe it seems like you might have had a really bad experience or experience where it brought you enough pain to move in a certain direction. What would you say that would be? Um. Well, this, okay, this is going to be a story. So... The goal, I mean, both of us, we were in pre-nursing. And when when we both applied to nursing school, you got in, I didn't get in. I mean, you had the scholarship. That, that was great. I mean, I didn't really have a scholarship, so I was just there. But the, the whole plan was to go into nursing. Right. And when that didn't happen, that was one of the first, like, severs between me and you, uh, like, yeah. as, as brothers. We, we kind of split ways. So it's just like... Oh my God! It was like I didn't get in. It was very. It was, I felt very traumatized by that, huh. you know. And I remember you telling me it was like, man, I'll I'll wait for you. I'm not gonna, you know, go into this, and I'll, I'll just wait for you because you know yeah. you could apply for the next one. I was like, man, nah, just go, you know, right. because I'm not gonna mess up your opportunity. Like this is dope. Like do right. it, you know. And right. I then that's when I went to um, health science. I kind of gave up on. The whole nursing, you know, I've, I don't know, I, was, I don't, I wouldn't say depressed, but I was really sad about that. Yeah. So I finished, I finished health science and I did the door to door sales. I was really good at it. But then at the back of my mind, it was just like, no, like this is not, this is not for me. This is not me. Yes, right. I'm good at it. Yes, anything that, you know, I, I, I put my hand in, I try to do a hundred percent because that's what you should do. Like you yep. only have one life to live, but I was like, no, I can't, I, I can't do it. You know? So at, I was about to get promoted to like a system manager in the business. That's like pretty much, you're, you're much closer to being like a business owner within that. And I told my, um, my leader at the time, it was Rod. I told him, man, I, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm, I want to pursue healthcare, you know, right. and then I leaned into um, Herbalife. Yeah, um, health for a little bit. Oh man, I loved it. I got yeah. the results from it. Oh, yeah, that was great. You know, <laughs> I was like, whoa, where yeah. these abs came from? That's you know, it. so I did that, and then what happened was, mom was like, "Look, like you're a smart guy," and I feel like you can apply yourself even better than what you're doing now. I said, yeah, you know, dude. I was like, once you go back into nursing, I was like, ah. you know, I would like to, but you know, that, that moment back then really traumatized. I mean, I didn't say that verbally, but these were the these thoughts were the that things. I had. It's crazy. I've never heard this from you. No, you never this heard this. Crazy. From yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it was like, it was some kind of disbelief that, that I created like a story that I created, like, hmm. damn, like, I didn't get in. I'm a failure. Like right. I failed. Like ah, uh, you know all that. And then you know I I that little hope in me that my mom had and you know everyone had. Believed like, in you. 
But it was really mom that really like kind of like you know dabbed hey, at man, me. She, she knows what she's doing. And you know she was like, look, you got good grades in the um, uh, the the classes, the prerequisite classes. Why don't you just you know give it another shot? Like apply to school. I mean, it won't hurt to just try to do it. And I was like, you know what? Let me take a leap of faith, and I'm gonna do it. I I applied. You know, with the hopes of getting in, but also having the doubt behind my mind, like, mm-hmm. oh, this this feels like back then. And I was at the time when I was doing Urban Life, I was also teaching chess too. So oh, like I remember middle, that. Middle school, yeah, I remember that to middle wow. school kids. So yeah, um, man. <laughs> I got a phone call. I got a phone call from the school, telling, congratulating me on the acceptance into a master's program. I kid you not. I started crying. Dang. Dude, tears. Tears. In front of the kids. I was like, fans. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, man, let me take, let me step outside. I (laughs) cried. Because like I was telling you, it's like that that moment back then that I didn't, you know, I I, I created like this story, like, man, like I failed. Like I'm a failure. You know, I lost hope. Like, this is not gonna happen for me again. You know? So then when I got in, I was like, what else could I do? Exactly. You know, I it just like I got this this wow. this like I don't know the my the the fall cleared up. You know, it was just like like this is literally the sky is the limit. Wow, you know what I'm saying? So I got in towards the end of my program. Um, some of my my friends they were applying to some scholarship, and you know when you apply to a scholarship, you never get a scholarship. You know? <laughs> I know, right, <laughs> <laughs> bro? I applied to scholarship. I wrote three essays. Ghost. I was like, man, you know what? Let me just write it. Let me yeah, know. I may or may not get it, bro. I got the scholarship. Oh, it was lining up in your favor, man. It lined up in my favor, you know. So that's when I went into nurse practitioner. I know. I'm sorry. This this story is long, but it's great. Just keep you know, going. I had I had to like you know fill it in. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. It's and great. the thing is, a lot of places say, "Oh, you need experience." This whole like in terms of jobs. Yeah, nursing. Like this nurse. Like in the world of nursing. Oh for, yeah. For like you know nurse yeah. practitioner program. Oh, you need two to three years of bedside experience as a registered nurse. No, hmm. you don't. And the people that were saying that were saying that, and I was like, "No, it doesn't have to." Why? Right. So, in my first semester, now, mind you, in the first semester of nursing, uh, of nurse practitioner school, I didn't, I wasn't employed as a registered nurse. I was studying for my NCLEX. Which was, is, uh, for those of you who don't know, NCLEX, how would you describe the NCLEX? So NCLEX is the board's exam that, that would qualify you to be a registered nurse. It's a exactly. licensing exam. It's, so you can it's actually honestly one of the hardest exams. Yeah, it's a really hard exam. You know, it's a professional it, exam. It, yeah. it gauges your performance. So it's like, oh, okay, you did this. Let me ask you a harder question yeah. kind of thing. And you don't know when it'll stop. <laughs> no. You know, because you can stop at 75 <laughs> or stop at, I think... 220. It's like 265, yeah, I think, actually. Two, yeah, one of those numbers. Mm-hmm. And based on how well or how bad you're doing, it'll stop you. So yeah. you can be doing really well at 75, and it'll stop you at 75, mm-hmm. or vice versa. And that can be at the same at the end. So it's 
it's like a mind twist. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a high anxiety. Yeah. So I was studying for that and doing my first semester of nurse practitioner program. Advanced pathophysiology, advanced physical assessment, um, and advanced um, pharmacology. You know, so it's all advanced hard classes. So, you know, I had a belief like, no, I can do it. Like, this is my chance. Like, right. the 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 mindset that I had back then, no, it's it's not going to work this time. And plus, I had to do it because I had the scholarship, and in order to, to advance the second semester. I would have to have my license. Right. So it was another determination to that. Me potentially losing the scholarship that I got and two, not continuing with the program. And I passed the boards exam Kill in em. the first semester. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so cool. So then I got a job at Cedars. Um, Which is, guys, he's not, he's totally brushing this off, but Cedars <laughs> is one of the best hospitals in the United States. <laughs> so, so, so that's that's a big deal. It is. So yeah, go on. It is. I got I got a job. I was working nights, and um, I mean, I didn't really tell anybody I was a nurse practitioner program because who's the new kid on a block doing some high advanced education? Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. I didn't want Just to keep it low key, stir man. the pot. You know, I kept it low key. I mean, I told a few people here and there about it. And then when it came time today, and now mind you, I'm 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 a new nurse. I have no like nursing school and real world is totally different. Like it's like I felt like I was thrown in space, <laughs> if that makes sense, you know? What are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was in space finding myself with the books in my hands, yeah, you know. Man. Uh-huh. And I was doing that with the same determination. I can do it. Nice. Whatever I put my mind to, I can do it. And I'm going to do it. I don't care who says that that's not how it's done or, no, you can't do it. It looks like it, you're juggling or it's it's too much hard work. Did people work. say that? Yeah. People said you were juggling. What what were kinds of people? Well, okay, people for instance. It's like limiting things, right? Limiting yeah, it's opinions like, and stuff. Okay, so for instance, my, um, my charge nurse at the time, it was a guy. He was like, oh, this is this is like me about to leave. Like, this is fast forward. This is me about to leave. So he was like, well, for a nurse practitioner, if, in order for you to do well, you have to get at least a full one year or two years of bedside experience. Like, how, how, how are you going to do that? Like, yeah, I, in my opinion, you shouldn't do that. I think you should wait until you get more bedside experience. Is he a nurse practitioner? No, he's then not. How a, the heck does he know? Exactly. He yeah. doesn't know. Oh, now, yeah. this goes back to what I, my 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 um my motto or my mantra or you mm-hmm. know whatever thing that was driving me right. was I don't care what you're saying right now. <laughs> me, I'm the the captain of my ship. Nice. You know, I'm the master of my faith. Nice. So, you can't tell me what I can or can't do. I mean, I didn't say that. I thought right. it, of course, but I gave them the nod. I said, "Okay, you, you know, okay, you know." <laughs> but look, I'm like a year and a couple months in, and I don't have two years of bedside experience, right. you know. But rewind, there's people who said that, hmm. you know. So I just went ahead. I just, and I don't know. It's just, it's when something trauma. It's funny because. When something traumatizes you and you have another chance at it, it's like you become this superhero almost. Mm. Like a 
like a superhero. Like, damn, like it's like that helped you. Like that that actually served the purpose. Yeah. It gave you a fuel. It's almost, like and, right? and and it's funny because when he said, in order to succeed, you have to fail first. And that was my failing point. Wow. You know? Yo, bro, that was deep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long story. That was but, great. That was yeah. great. That was great, man. That was great. Yeah. That was deep, bro. That was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This is my twin. I'm so proud of him. I, I think you guys can hear it from uh from from you know from the from uh, our voices, my voice. Um, but this is great. I yeah. appreciate you sharing that. So what I got from it's so crazy you say that because what I got from what you said was a big a big lesson here is people will people will gladly share their opinions on, oh, yeah. on what you shouldn't do. Yeah. Right. And it's it's almost like the ones who do give you that kind of negative opinions are people who one they've never done it no or they've tried it and they failed or they want to do it but they're scared to do it oh you think that was the case with that guy he said he wanted like in the past he told me that uh he thought about being a nurse practitioner but right. you know life is a family he has a wife he has kids so that kind of like mm. Sounds like excuses. Yeah. Yeah. But people say that all the time. And it's true. Yeah. But then then again, there's people who become the same thing with all those all those obstacles. Yeah. (laughs) It's so crazy. It's like so people are gonna and this makes me think about even nursing school. Um I were I remember walking in and and there's this, you know, I'm this six like three dude and I'm in basketball shorts at the time. (laughs) So I'm in a nursing office. They never see anything like it. And um I remember I was filling out my paperwork, finishing up, and I was on my way out. And this lady looks at me. She goes, "You know, hey, like, I just want you to know, like, you know, like, make sure that you have like your make sure that you have something set for if something never happens that you don't, you know, you don't, you don't quite make it in the program." Wow. I was like, "You work in a nursing office? I can't believe you just said that to me." Wow. In my mind, I didn't tell her that. I said, oh, like, is it is it that hard? They said, yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Really it, it is hard. Though. But but we know. And actually, just so you know, and for those of you, um, those of you who don't know, uh, Guinness Book of World Records named uh, nursing as an undergraduate, the major, yeah. the, the hardest major in college. Really? Yeah. Yeah. By Guinness. That's by Guinness. I mean, it's, I'm just, t- I'm just re- relaying what I got. You know, I mean, <laughs> But and it's funny that you say that because I remember when you were going through nursing school and I was I was health science. It wasn't as rigorous or like time right, right. consuming. And it it just soaked up your time. I was Man, like, yo, can you like, you know, leave the books a little, a little bit, bit. <laughs> for like just a little bit have fun with us? <laughs> but that was me looking from the outside. Yeah. It's like you don't know yet until you, don't you, know you until go you, through it. Until you go through it. And when I went through it. Oh, I had some thug tears in there in that program, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you did, you and beyond, you did your master's. Yeah. So you did even more stuff. So. Right? Yeah. It was tough. It's so crazy. Yeah. So it's just interesting how, even to this day, you know, every new project that I do, yeah. it's like, I'm even this new project of this podcast, yeah. you know, I don't share it with most people. I just say, you know, a lot of people tell me in my circles, oh, what do you know? What are you up to now? And, I go, 
Don't worry, you'll see when it's out. You know? You'll see when I'm doing it. But I'm doing some stuff. Can't talk about it too much. Yeah. But the reality is, I've learned that I can't share it with so many people no. because there's a lot of folks who I've learned, even with, with sharing the podcast, um, they tell me things right away. Like they tell me things right away that are negative in terms of their opinion. Yeah. And um, it's all these are people. Once again, they've never tried it, or they might have tried it and they failed. Or they want to do something like that, but for some reason, you know, they're afraid to, or they don't want to, or they just haven't. And you know a thing about that? It kind of messes up with your psyche when people say that. I mean, yes, you can be, like, a very stronghold person, but, like, when enough people tell you things, mm -hmm. and and I would say most of the world falls into this trap. Oh, this is too hard. You can't do it. Don't do it. Like, I've tried it. Oh, no. And then they end up not doing it. So... That's how it messes up. It like, it like steers you away from it. Right. But you haven't even tried it, you know. So yeah. it's like, you limit how many people you say because then it's good for your health, your mental health. Yeah. And then it's 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 almost good to be unaware of people. Like a little oblivious, yeah. Yeah, oblivious. Because <laughs> then you don't know any better because you're still doing it. Yeah. You know. It's funny you say that. Yeah. That's what. I felt like when she was saying that stuff to me, I was like, what you mean I'm not going to do well? Like, this is, <laughs> like of course you, I'm going to do well. Yeah. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I don't know anything different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, being oblivious or maybe even creating that, I think I think that that's, that's, a, that's a big deal. That's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Okay, good, man. This, this is great. So now uh, you shared a lot about nurse practitioner, but. You know, let's go even before that. You know, okay. I know we we spent some great years in Nigeria. Oh, as a whole, yeah, that was a that was a completely different experience. Man. So, and so I know we have we spent four years there. Yeah, and we were in a boarding school. Yeah, and um, it, you know, it's it was a interesting four years. But I what I want to know from you is I don't think I might have ever even asked you this question. Okay. But, what are what are maybe a, one experience that maybe you can remember that has has shaped you and 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 given you a lot of value to who you are now? Okay. Um. The experience. Okay, this was it. Let, let me let me add a story. To, let me let me add a little flavor to this so people can understand. Yeah, so ahead. we've been planning this trip to go to Nigeria. Um, I mean, the whole the whole concept of the trip was just to meet the family and just be there, you know, for the right. first time, two week or three week, whatever, how, however long the plan was to stay there. Yeah. And our parents were separated, so my mom, our, our mom was taking us there. So my dad was saying, "Oh, you know what? Like, it, this would be a great um, idea and venture for you guys. You guys can learn the culture, you can learn the language, you can experience life." If you convince your mom to stay, <laughs> you know, you don't have to worry about anything like the financial um, part of it. You have family there. that will take care of you. I mean, communication. So my dad, our dad yeah. won us over with that idea. Now, mind Man, you, master salesman, right mom didn't have a clue this nope. plan was happening. And I think he was working on like he I feel like he was talking to us about this for like over a year oh, before it, I, I mean because I, and he, he put a lot of thought into this because mind you we were 
12, 13 yeah, years old. 12. Like mm-hmm. our our concept of life and and like just things weren't as like high up there as his was. Not so he had to dumb it down in a way that would make sense and <laughs> would like get us excited about that idea. Like ultimate salesman, like you Yo, said, I'm you know. Telling you, that is a master salesman. So you know, we think, oh, if you go to Nigeria or like Africa, you know, you see the lions and the tigers and all and that. Man, that's stuff. what I thought. But like, yeah, I mean, everybody <laughs> thinks that, but that's that wasn't the case. Like, right. it's just regular people. I mean, with their own frame of mind. And granted, like, it's crazy traveling because you learn so much about things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got there. You know. We met the family, uh, saw the little huts. Well, they weren't little. They were some big ones. Yep, nice yep. houses, too. I mean, unpaved roads, but that's beside the point. You know, we got there, and then when it was time to uh, leave, we convinced mom that, hey, we want to stay. But, like, didn't really realize the impact of that. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> It's like, hey, mom, it'll be cool. Like, we didn't think like six months from now or like a year, like how everything is going to work. We just went based on the idea that was sold to us. Man, I feel like dad pulled some like, in, you like know, the some, Inception movie. Some like, magic. You know, like, like it w- I feel like it was like we pitched it like it was our idea, but it wasn't. <laughs> it, it, wasn't. it wasn't at all. And you know, <laughs> mom was so sold. Like, she looked at us like so surprised like like you know she she had her head back like yeah yo these kids are like how are they thinking like it's like (laughs) why and she was probably thinking to herself oh my god like they really want to stay it's probably a good idea i'm scared because my kids are in a different country than me right you know so those are probably the thoughts she had and of course we like i like i said before we didn't think that far afterwards you know So this is the moment that hit me. We were at one of our uncle's house and it was time to go. I mean, we we presented the idea and mom said, yes, sure. You know, she was sad about it, but like she she saw a big picture on it. And again, not knowing that it was, you know, dad's idea to exactly. do that stuff. So this is the moment that hit me. When mom gave us our final hugs by and kiss saying that she loves us. Was this at the school? No, this was at um, Uncle Chess' house. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Dude, I remember this like it was yesterday. Me too. I remember that. She was leaving. And she was not coming Coming back. back. (laughs) Mind you, we're 13. One, we've never flown before. That was our first time. We've never been out of the state. We're talkless of out of the country. Talkless in a different continent. Huh. And I see my mom leaving. <laughs> That's when it hit me. Right. Yep. And it wasn't. And by the time I really realized it, it was too late to change my mind about it. Exactly. Right. And my whole world spun. Like. It, it spun and it got wider. It got so much bigger. Like, yeah. I became more aware and afraid 
I want my mom, I want my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, I had thoughts like, I'm in a whole different country. Like, completely different world. I just met my uncle, my cousins. I don't know anybody here. Right. And my mom and my dad, they're in a different country. Right. There's no way I can run to them and say, Mom, I'm hungry. Uh There's no way I can, you know, talk to my dad about, like, really talk to him in person about, man, like, you know, I'm going through some things right now. Right. Like, they're gone as if if they died but didn't die. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I had you guys to fall back on, but like, that was a that that right there shaped my mind. How do you? How would you say that? Like that 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 shaped you though. Why? Let me tell you how. Yeah. When I said it spun and got even bigger, I had to grow up faster. Yep. I had to I had to be aware more. I didn't. I couldn't. I can no longer rely on the awareness of and the protection of my parents at that age. They weren't there. Because they weren't there. Even if I did have a problem, and this is me realizing that when I was that you know young, even if I did have a problem, there's no way they can physically physically come and save me. And our our cousins and our uncles and our aunties, I mean, they weren't so invested in us at that time because they just met us. Yep. You know? So it's not like they'll full-heartedly or be as motivated to save or come to the rescue like our parents. Right. So I had to grow up. And, you know, me having the responsibility of being their firstborn, firstborn child. It's a big deal. You know, I had to be strong. And I remember it you, It hit you hard. I remember when yeah, we started man, at Guys Benton. It, it hit you hard. And I had to be that support, you know? Yeah. I had to yep. grow up. And that's, that's I, I feel like that experience really shaped me. And, and the funny thing is, that experience made me realize how smart I am. <laughs> For real. It's awesome. Awesome. You know, like. It's it's a lot of problem solving, you know, a lot of figuring out. We got laughed at for not knowing how to wash clothes with our hands. We had to like walk like miles away to fetch water, water. only to when you come back you trip and spill, spill the, the whole water, water. <laughs> yeah, and so think many to times. yourself like, "Damn, this is the water I used to drink with, to make my food with, to wash my clothes with, to take a bath with." Tomorrow, yo, real. You know, I had to go around with the cup, like, hey, can I get some of your water? You know, (laughs) dumping them. And this was like in the evening, you know, so you had to, nobody could save you. Nobody could save you. You know, I had to think for myself. And and that really, really shaped me. Yeah, man, that was, so now you would say like now, you know, because of those experiences. Man, I'm so 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 grateful of that <laughs> like you have no idea yes it was the roughest four years of my life yeah but it was the best i feel like it was one of the best yep there periods of my life too i i consistently think back to those times too dude every 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 problem that i face mm-hmm. till this day i'm like dude i i've been through worse yeah, and I it can makes do me, this. Yeah, and it's like we have all these nice things right now. You know, like you, you're very successful. Yeah, 
um, I'm very successful as well. Yeah. And we have all these nice stuff, but I feel like if all these things were taken away and I had to go back to bare minimum, I'd be fine. Like I'd be good. You know, because in Nigeria, one thing I've seen is people people are so happy on way less. Man. Like they don't even know all this stuff exists. Yeah. And um and they're happy. And yeah. it brings a lot of perspective, man. Yeah. I think because we've lived it. Yeah. Um, I think we have that inside us, yeah. that, that perspective. And for anybody, I would say, who's grown up in a third world country, or even if you visited, I feel like even if you get out, that's why I say get out, get yeah. out and travel, get yeah. out and experience. Because, you know, if you if you're staying in, if you're living in the United States or any developed place, and you and that's all you know, that honestly, like it's 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 very skewed. You yeah, know, life very. is not like this. No, here, um, any like, other places. No. Right? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. So it's um yeah, it's it's very, very interesting, man. But no, it's it's been it's it's been a great I appreciate you sharing that, man. Because yeah. you just brought me back like wow. Yeah. Man. And hopefully we'll get to share this on more times um yeah. in, in an episode in the future. But I, uh, another question I want to ask for you is this. This kind of question I ask folks, I'm going to be asking folks in general. Okay. So what what are some things that uh, people these days, to you, what are some of the things that people these days need to understand in order to get ahead in life, to move forward in life that they don't understand? I would say is believing yourself. You know, because I think that was that was one thing that um that really stomped me was the disbelief in myself. Like believing that whatever's inside of you is is far much greater than whatever is out there to be faced. You know? Wow. And and we we're made that way. You know, we're we're made to adapt we're made to survive we made we're we were made to create right you know look at look this is 2017 you know what i'm saying like cell phones these it's it's like a pocket computer right 20 years ago it wasn't like that not at all <laughs> nobody even thought of that right so whatever is inside of you is is so much is so much greater than whatever someone out there or whatever you're faced with because if you just tell yourself i can do it i mean you don't have to believe it initially but if you keep telling yourself i can do it you're gonna do it hmm. i'm like I, I mean my story like i did it because you know, I told you about the disbelief that I had, the, the trauma that I had, but then my second chance, the the fall clearing up. You know, it's something that I was unaware right. of. It's something, it's something that that pushed me. You know, yeah. It was is me reala realizing that wow, like I have a I have a greatness in me. Yeah, and you do. Yep. Yeah. That's right. And that's why I named this podcast a Think Alpha Podcast is because, you know, to me, Alpha represents uh the the best in you. Yeah. Like the that person, that 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 ounce of greatness. Yeah. Um, that's inside every person. Yeah. And so 
Wow, that was that was amazing. <laughs> Dude, that was great, man. Wow, man. Like that was deep. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm loving about this episode right now is right. because is that I think I told you this on the phone um yesterday probably, but uh-huh. it's like we get to have I get to view you once again from the lens of somebody that's getting to know you. It's yeah. like I got to know you a little bit more, yeah. even though we've done practically everything, everything. together for, <laughs> for the last 28 yeah. years, you know? So, um, thank you. Yeah, man. I just, thank I just want to say thank, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks man. a lot, man. Yeah. So, okay. So now that you, you know, you're doing great, you're making all this nice money. It's all great. You know, mm-hmm. I see his, his room right now, guys oh. is sick. Yeah. Okay. He's got all this stuff, all these toys. It's great. So what are you excited about now? Like what, what are you excited about taking on next? Um, it's funny because, uh, dad, he was saying, uh, you know, just get into nursing and use that as your projectile to do whatever, whatever you you want because of the flexibility, because of the money that you can make from it and just the greatness of it, you know? And I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking that advice and I'm pushing it towards, um, becoming a real estate investor. You know, I want to I want to use um, whatever money that I make to fund my knowledge on uh, becoming like investor, because like I said earlier, it's like. Whatever is inside you is great. And if you believe that you can do something, you do it and you'll be great at it because of that one belief that you had. So I'm 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 practicing what I'm preaching and I'm going for it. I mean, yes. It's scary as hell because it's something new. But right. when when you start something new and you do it after some time, it it's no longer new. It's 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 a part of you. Right. So yes, this is new, but then it'll become a part of me. And you know, it's this there's no there's no point of stopping at, you know, nurse practitioner. There's no point. When I can be great. Even though he's the one at the top. (laughs) This is awesome. We never settle, right? Why? We never settle, man. Why? We never settle. Like I said earlier, dude, we were made to be great. We were made to adapt. 20 years later, these cell phones weren't in our pocket. Right. So true. You know, so why limit yourself when when you've figured out that whatever's inside of you is greater than whatever you're going to face? It's a mindset, man. Right. Exactly. Okay. That was great. That was great. So how do we, um, well, you're also, that's so cool. So you're getting into real estate. I've seen you've been, you've been, you know, opening the books once again, doing your thing, which is great. But you've also gotten into photography. So. So it's cool, and he actually got me into photography. We kind of we kind of do that for each other, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, how do we find you on online? Um, you can find me on Instagram. That's like your main. You're mainly active on Instagram. Is that what I'm. You're saying? I'm really active on Instagram. I'm active on uh, Facebook and Snapchat, but mostly active on Instagram because I. I got like I like you were saying like I got into photography I kind of want to get into that and uh, be better at that so I'm mostly on Instagram right, right. so um, for those who are listening hey I, if you want to follow me in my journey follow me man <laughs> uh, my tag is Izuna that's my first name 
And it's funny because you, you can't really get your first name on Instagram, but it's it's such a unique <laughs> name that, you know, I got that. So it's Izuna. That's I-Z-U-N-N-A. Right. Boom. That's simple. Yep. And I have photography, photography um, Instagram too. It's Izuna World. So The world is in like the globe world. Yeah, yeah world. Izuna World, one yeah. word, right? World yeah, it's together. one word yeah. together. Okay, that's great. All right, man. Once again, dude, thank you so much, man. man, Appreciate it. Yep. All right, guys. So we just wrapped up that episode. Amazing episode. But I have a question for you guys. What are you going to do today to put yourself in a new environment and to grow your perspective? So there it is, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Just make sure you're checking thinkalpha.net. Don't forget. Okay, subscribe, leave a review. Let me know what you guys think. You know, we're really growing and I appreciate all the love that's coming from Instagram, the website, Facebook. Guys, we're growing and it's amazing. Just look out, make sure you subscribe so you get a lot more updates on what's going on, more episodes and more videos as well. So on that note, once again, thank you and I will see you on the next one. Peace. Peace.